BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. State authorities say they'll investigate how a group of migrants from out of state were reportedly flown on a private plane to California, ending up at a church's doorstep in Sacramento. KQED's Daphne Young reports. The group of mostly Venezuelan and Colombian immigrants met with Sacramento's mayor, Governor Gavin Newsom, and Attorney General Rob Bonta on Saturday. Bonta vows to investigate how they were brought to Sacramento and noted that they were in possession of documents claiming to be from the state of Florida. Pastor Les Simmons is with Sacramento Act, a faith-based organization helping the migrants. None of us have dealt with anything like this. It's just 16 immigrants pretty much being dropped off, flown, misguided, misled, and in the words of Steinberg, trafficked to, to Sacramento. Over recent weeks and months, immigrants have been bused from Texas and Florida to other U.S. cities like New York and Chicago to draw attention to U.S. immigration policies. For the California Report, I'm Daphne Young. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. For the rest of the show, let's turn to big changes coming to how California treats its most severely mentally ill, which we'll be covering from various places in the state on the California Report. Last week, we looked at San Francisco. Today, I explore the issue in Los Angeles, and we begin in the city's Skid Row neighborhood. It's a place where the sights and sounds of people in conflict and crisis because of their mental health problems can be constant. But in calmer moments, Skid Row is also a place where people will speak candidly about the mental illnesses that have defined their lives. People like Zenobia, who didn't want her last name used. Um, I'm manic depressant, bipolar with severe psychotic features. 
It's these kind of serious mental health problems that California's new care court law is supposed to tackle. Beginning this year, some counties in the state will start creating new kinds of mental health courts. Ultimately, all California counties will have them. In these courts, people who have the most serious untreated mental health problems, like schizophrenia and psychotic disorders, could be ordered by judges to receive treatment and medication even if it's against their will. Lisa Wong, the director of L.A. County's Department of Mental Health, says the need is huge in Los Angeles, the epicenter of California's mental health crisis. Definitely. I mean, I think just looking at our numbers, it's staggering. So our estimate is that L.A. County alone is probably going to get 7,500 petitions, resulting in 6,000 people who will qualify for care court. And Wong says those thousands will benefit from the kind of help Care Court is supposed to provide, carefully tailored and intensive mental health treatment for up to two years. But critics like Kath Rogers of the ACLU of Southern California aren't convinced. We don't need more deprivation of liberty for folks with disabilities. Um, that's going in the wrong direction, not the right direction. The ACLU and disability rights groups worry care court will violate people's rights to due process and privacy and perpetuate a stereotype that the seriously mentally ill are so resistant to help they need to be forced into treatment. It's based on a, a myth um, that they're service resistant. And service resistance is largely a myth. And so rather than having a new civil court bureaucracy that's going to traumatize folks who are already vulnerable, we need to invest in things that work and that really help people. But Harold Turner, the director of the LA Urban Chapter of the National Association of Mental Illness, whose own adult daughter is mentally ill, says criticisms of care court are too academic and detached from families' real-world experiences with mental illness. You know, I talk to families who would be happy as hell if they could get their family to even care about their rights. They're not thinking about that kind of stuff. You know? They don't care about their They're too busy making life miserable for their families, virtually holding families hostage in their house. And what about the people who actually have a serious mental illness and who might be candidates for care court? Back on Skid Row, people have different opinions. Zenobia, who we met earlier, says she likes the idea of care court, including, if necessary, compelling some mentally ill people to get treatment. See, they're not mentally capable of making the decision of whether they need help, and who wants need help for being mental? Nobody. That's a feeling. So, of course, you're going to say no. But I think that um, if they are really that far gone mentally, that they should step in and intervene. But a Skid Row resident who calls herself Ruby, who's also wrestled with her own mental illness, worries about Care Court's potential to abuse people's rights. We don't want people coming through and just, you know, gathering everybody up in some sort of cattle call. If you want to help people, if you want to offer them the help and really offer them good services, you'd be surprised how many people will be more than happy to jump on. But whether they're against or for care court, just about every person I spoke to on Skid Row had concerns about L.A. County's ability to actually implement it. Some of those concerns are shared by Lisa Wong, the director of L.A. County's Department of Mental Health. For one, she's worried about finding enough trained counselors to get care court fully up and running. We have scoped out like basically what we're going to need in terms of staffing Um and I have to admit, it's a little intimidating. I mean, we're going to need like probably, you know, anywhere from six to 800 staff to be able to do 
care court at the volume we anticipate. Along with those staffing challenges, there are also questions about finding housing and legal representation for the indigent mentally ill who are placed in the care court system. Meanwhile, the clock continues to tick down to December 1st, the date when Los Angeles County has promised the state it will have its care court program ready for its first cases. That is the California Report for Monday, June 5th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. The California Healthcare Foundation. Listening to Black Californians a new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health. On the web at chcf.org backslash lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.